Okay, so we're here live from Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, um, with Trust and Believe, and I have a very special guest here today. We're here with Ashley Smith, Beachbody Coach, but uh, as you listen to this podcast, I want you to first think about how you're going to rise up, not just about the Beachbody business, because you all know when people think Beachbody, they think, oh, a coach, and they think they want me to, they want me to do a workout, and they want me to drink Shakeology, and it's so much more than that. It's about how you build yourself, and then eventually how you build the people around you to be the best versions of themselves. So without further ado, welcome to Rise Up Retreat from Pigeon I love it. Ashley, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, I'm gonna, I have one microphone, so I'll pass the mic back and forth before you start talking. <laughs> um, I think what always interests me is someone's beginning, not just the beginning of their business, but just the beginning of why they decided to get into the motivational fitness space, but more importantly, how and why they decided to get into a space where they wanted to be a leader and create something for themselves. Okay, so... I, I mean, I've been a dancer, I've been a cheerleader, I was always kind of active growing up, but I, let's see, around the time before I got, or right around when I got married, we were kind of going to the gym, I was traveling, you know, commuting a lot, and we needed to have more consistency, and at that time we were trying for our first baby, and so... I, for some reason, was looking for something, you know, I just wanted to do something different. I knew that when we had kids, I wanted to be home with them. And um, so I started doing a at-home workout. Spencer, my husband, had done Insanity um, leading up to our wedding. And I still remember, like, we had this tiny little house, you know, before we got married. And he was, like, working out in the tiny little area, like, to the side of the bed in in his bedroom. And um, so that's all I knew, though. I didn't know anything about any type of this at home workouts or anything like that. But I had heard Shanti and I'd heard insanity. That's all I knew. So, um, but around that time I started working out at home and that was the first time that I'd ever really been like consistent, like, Oh, you know, just really, really consistent. And so obviously I got into Beachbody, um, and became a coach. And I think one of like the biggest things that has kept me, you know, I've been, now been doing this for five and a half years. And I think one of the biggest things that kept me doing that was finally finding a space that I actually believed in myself. I feel like I didn't, I didn't really grow up ever thinking that I could do anything great. You know, it's kind of like that cookie cutter life where I just thought I would be a, I'm a, a middle school Spanish teacher, <laughs> retired now, but um, I just kind of always thought I would do the same thing. And I just hated putting my feet on the floor every morning and I was just burnt out and just, and it affected every area of my life, fitness as well, and just very inconsistent. So I started working out at home and obviously realized that there was a business opportunity with it as well and started to just grow my team like some of the girls here are like with me from like the very very beginning and um and as I started doing that and seeing them grow and seeing myself grow I started to just believe in myself for the first time and realize that man if, if I, this is changing my life like just from the inside out of working out of doing personal development and just feeding my mind and my soul with good people and community and consistency and things that just filled my soul up I started to change like how I thought about myself and I was more confident and it affected our marriage and, you know, we were struggling. No, it's really important because when people hear struggle and then they immediately hear, you know, the end, yeah. 
you know, but you know, you said something really important, started to believe in yourself and then you, your marriage started to get better. So what wasn't good? Because I think people like to hear what wasn't good and like, how can we work to get to where you got to? So what wasn't good? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So we have a crazy story of how we got engaged. We met and got engaged 10 weeks later. And so it was kind of like. <laughs> Talk about fast. I know, right? <laughs> we met and got engaged 10 weeks later, got married later that year. So that was what? February. We got engaged February 10th and got married September 29th. So it was kind of like a fast ring of it. Hey, baby. <laughs> and three kids later, here we are. <laughs> no, um. Oh man, I forgot the question. No, it was just like, where were we showing? So, and it it was more, um, each of us individually, it was kind of like we didn't even know each other. You know, like we were in love and we got together and it was just, we got married and it was just hard. We fought a lot and a lot of it was like, a lot of it was me. You know, we each had our own thing, but I was so just frustrated with life. I, I just really was like not excited to wake up every morning and like go to work and it was just affecting everything. And so I was nitpicky and I was naggy and just because I'm frustrated with my own stuff. And so, um, literally within weeks of me finally, you know, I came from a family that like, we didn't communicate. We brushed everything under the rug. We don't do communicating at all. Like there no counseling, no every, you know, everything's just good and perfect. And, um, and so that's kind of how I lived. I was like the good kid and the older daughter and the, you know, kind of keep everything together and the perfect thing. And so when that's kind of what I feel like framed a lot of what I believed about myself, like this is what, no, this is what I do. I, I went to college. This is my degree. This is what I do. And I can't do anything else. And so I really struggled with that belief for a long time. And so as I started to enhance all those things and work on myself fitness wise nutritionally just kind of creating consistency and feeding my mind like I kid you not like within a week we he you know my husband was like what what's different about you like we we weren't fighting as much and I was starting to be more introspective and like realize more things about myself and try to be more just mindful of how I was communicating and, and speaking and I just feel like it changed so much and it's something that we've talked about a lot just with coaches and with other teams and stuff because it really has changed our marriage we started working out together and it was kind of like our dates and you know it just changed everything thank you i think that um something very profound that you said that a lot of us including myself um we don't necessarily admit to right away is sometimes the reason why things are going south in a relationship is because of how you're responding, how you're reacting, your insecurities, your vulnerabilities, and you not wanting to, not even just admit it, you don't want to accept that that's what's going on in your life. Um, 
for those of you who may have read my book, that was like, like a turning point in, yeah, oh, thank you. Trust and believe, trust and believe. Um, T is for transformation with Sean T, if you don't know. But, um, but you know, for me, if I, you know, and I talk about this in my book, but I, I like to share it in person with people because people see, they see the end result of like the success or, you know, oh, Sean T's on TV or whatever the case may be. But what's uh, more important for me, it was the nights that I would wake up at two o'clock in the morning and start a fight with Scott for no reason. Y'all like it was so crazy. I still like it super emotional every time I talk about this because I was in this spot at 2 a.m. and I would like leave the room and then he would come out being very much uh, caring and trying to help me through the situation and everything was his fault. Everything he said, every word he said, every, it was so crazy. And the thing that makes me like super sad is it's like every time I'm just like, oh my God, like he wasn't doing anything wrong, you know? And it was all about the fact, it all came to light. But it's the fact that I was waking up at 2 a.m. because that was the time I was molested at eight years old, starting at eight years old. And so just something like that, when I, when I like accepted it and I said, you know, it's not everybody else. It's me. These triggers that are happening are from my own past, my own insecurities and my own inability to fight through once I did that. And so I remember calling my therapist because I couldn't make it to her office that day. And I called her and I told her the story and she was, she was the, actually the one that said, I was like, I keep fighting with him like, like three or four times a week at 2 a.m. Like I'm waking him up. Like this is so crazy, y'all. And she literally was like, so what time were you molested about? And I was like, 2 a.m. And that's when I just like from that point forward, my life made a dramatic turn because I realized where all of this, you know, pain was coming from. And so I commend you on just accepting that, sharing that, because it is most of the time the catalyst for change in yourself, in your relationships, um, and just you being a better person. So my next question would go to what were some of the things you learned about yourself? Specifically, just what did you learn about yourself while going through this process of change? Like, Yes, I did not come from a communicative. Is that a word? Communicative? I don't know. We, if I had my hubby up here, he'd be like, yes, we struggled with that big time. He's right there. But yes, we, we just really struggled with that. I mean, it was like, we didn't know each other. We laugh back now. We're like, man, I love you so much more than I did on our wedding day. Like we just didn't even know. Like, we didn't even know what we were doing. <laughs> I mean, we loved each other, but now we like really love each other. You know, it's like, we know each other. Um, <laughs> it sounds so bad. It's- it sounds funny. It sounds funny, but. You know each other because you know yourself. Yeah, I mean, we've just gone through a lot more, and it's just, yeah, I mean, I just, I was, we just had our own things, you know, I just really struggled to kind of drop that pride a little bit and, like, communicate even things, like, with and I'll share this like with my coaches and stuff when they start out, you know, they'll be like, my husband just doesn't get it. Like he's just not supportive and all this stuff. And even things like just trying to like, you know, we're women, we're prideful. Right. And we're like, well, why don't you get it? You know, like this is my thing. And so it's just easy to like, kind of just get snappy. And so that's something that we still, I mean, we're not perfect. I'm not like up here being like, we are so perfect. We still, you know, fight about different things, but I think just kind of dropping, learning to drop my pride and try to, 
frame what I wanted to say in a way that wasn't blaming him instead of just, you know, instead of trying to blame him as the one that was wrong, trying to figure out a way to be like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And this is what I'm trying to say, you know, just kind of taking more ownership, I guess. And yeah, just really communicating, honestly. I mean, we just used to fight and just not talk about it because that was my natural tendency to not talk about anything. And so, you know, it's been helpful. Speaking of communication, communication, um, I'm currently developing developing a course, um, seven superpowers or just enhancing your superpowers, seven ways to achieve personal growth. And the first, um, the first way is communication with yourself. Though you know, my grandparents were married for maybe f- almost sixty years before my grandfather passed away, and uh, before he passed away, I was able to you know talk to them and. I was like, how are you married for so long? Because everyone else in my family and my extended family, like no one was married. It was like they fought, you know, it was just, uh, it was just always like terrible. So for, to see them married and, you know, whatever and living and going to move with them at 14 years old, I was just like, how did you guys stay married for so long? And my grandfather was like communication. Like he was like, if you communicate, you can salvage a lot. And it's not to say that if you communicate, you, it's the person you're supposed to be with forever. I'm not saying, because there's sometimes when you communicate and you'd be like, oh, we're supposed to be friends, you know, or, <laughs> or like, we're not good for each other. And all of that is fine too. But a lot of times, a lot of times, I know seeing my grandparents and for me, I go back to the moment that Scott and I met. Because for me, if that, you know, Scott always starts an argument, argument with, I just want to let you know I love you. And I'm always like, and I used to be like, they ain't doing nothing for me now because, because I was just like, well, I never stopped loving you. But it's his way of prefacing the conversation with being like, you know, I just want to let you know I love you. But what it did for me is to say, well, let's go back to that first moment that we met. Because I feel like when you're in some sort of um, disagreement or argument or tough times in your marriage or your team or your, your business, you know, when you first met, when you go in that job interview, you walk in like, hi, my name is Sean and I'm great, right? <laughs> or, you know, when Ashley called you for the first time, you're like, I'm so gung-ho about this. But then, like, as relationships go further along, things get tougher. Things only get tougher because you're pushing yourself. You're rising up. Whenever you rise up, that means you're, whenever you rise up a mountain, your muscles are getting tired. Whenever you rise up in a relationship, you start to create baggage, right? And we forget to dump the baggage out. And so I just think it's really important for people to know that communication is just so important and know that as you communicate and you go forward, you will most definitely encounter struggle. But the struggle becomes strength. And that's my next question to you. What are the strengths in your relationship? And then the second part of that is how do you build the strength in, you know, people that you lead and those people becoming even better leaders themselves? I know that was a lot. That was a loaded question. Yeah, I mean, he's become like my biggest supporter. So like I always tell him, I'm like, there is no way that I would be here doing what I'm doing without him because he is like the one. Oh, it's going to make me cry. I feel like he's like the one person that just believed in me and wanted me to do something cool. And so he was like always <laughs> when I started, he was like, if all that happens is you <laughs> make some friends and you lose a little bit of weight, this will be totally worth it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And so <laughs> that's all. I'm like crying, but I'm also like crying. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And <laughs> that's how it started. And so, and I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. This is cool. Yeah, if I lose a little weight and I make some friends, this is going to be great. And, and here we are five years later and we have like a mega team and just... It's just incredible. And so I think one of the coolest things for us has just been to see just how we can support each other. You know, he's my biggest support system. He, you know, (laughs) travels with me everywhere. He'll take, you know, take calls while holding the baby. And, you know, we've got three kids and we just make it work. And, um, you know, he's just the one person that really believed in me and was like, no, just like, just try this. I'm like, I cannot do this. I don't know social media. I don't communicate well. I don't know how to share. I was like, I don't know how to do this. And so... I just always tell him that like, I really wouldn't be here without him. I feel like he's the one who's just always kind of believed in me and pushed me to keep going. And he's just so positive. You know, I just, I didn't grow up with that. Like I didn't grow up with like this constant positivity. It was like, or like this. And I even get mad at him. I'm like, would you stop just like giving me a solution? Like, just listen to me and let me vent, you know, like let this be a problem. But you know, (laughs) that's also good. Spencer. Um, I'm just kidding. It's also good because Scott and I had that same issue because I actually, and I found this out, I really found this out more about myself a couple weeks ago when I broke my tennis racket because I was so pissed. Um, But, you know, sometimes it's good to go across the bridge of emotion because a lot of times when I think, you know, what you did younger and, and similar to me and holding in this secret and just not talking about things you become accustomed to just like kind of pushing it under the rug. And now I think when you attach to that emotion, the more you can attach to it, the more you get used to it, the more you get used to it, the more you can figure out a solution. Because I used to tell Scott, he would be like, you know, stop crying. And I'm like, but I, I really want to cry. Like I actually, <laughs> actually want to cry and I want to get it out, you know, but on the flip side of that, you know, both of our husbands, I would say, are more like, but I don't, you know, they're coming from a spot where I don't want you to feel that way. I want you to be better. But, um, so he always, he's like, you know, he'll be like, okay, is this something that you just want me to listen to? Or do you want me to fix this? Because, you know, because that helps us. Cause sometimes, you know, as women, we just want to like say, and I tell this to my coaches a lot too. Cause they're like, he just doesn't get it. He's not listening. I'm like, well, you got to like tell him what you want him to do though. Like, what are you just going to like say it? So that's something that's helped us a lot too. And in that communication of just me venting and sharing or like a business problem or whatever. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm listening. And I'm like, yeah, but you didn't respond. And he's like, well, do you want me to, what do you, do you want me to respond? Do you want me to like listen? So that's helped a lot. Uh, getting back to the second part of your question. And you mentioned it a lot. Um, I just wanted to remind you cause I know it was a lot <laughs> was just really about your team that we have here today. And obviously it extends beyond the, the people in this room. Uh, what are what are kind of like this might be a, a tough question to answer, but I love putting people on the spot. Um, what are what do you feel the top five things that you you do or you motivate them to do that helps you become successful as an entrepreneur and and it trickles down to them? Top five things. And if she can't finish them, I'm gonna ask one of you. 
this is something I'm working on being confident and like saying nice things about myself. So, um, oh gosh, I don't know. Um, I think one thing that I feel like I've taught my team to do as well is to, um, to just find confidence in their own story. You know, that everyone has something that matters, you know, I, because I think I felt that way. Like I felt like I like, what, what, if, what are people going to want to follow me for? Listen to my story, but I don't have a big story. So I feel like that's one thing that I've tried to always breathe a lot of belief into my coaches to believe that they have something that's worth sharing. And doesn't matter if it's big, doesn't matter if you lost 20 pounds or one pound, you know, or if you went through a ton of crap or your life looks pretty perfect, you know, it's, everyone has a different story and a different perspective to share. So I feel like that's one thing. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> four more. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I, I'm glad. Um, I feel like I've taught my team to care about people, um, you know, like genuinely care and, you know, it's so easy in a business like ours because it's, it's what we're in a self-motivation business, right? You have to be self-motivated to do big things. And so it's easy to, you know, if you want to move up in business and all that kind of stuff to think about numbers and think about ranks and making money and all that kind of stuff. And obviously that is something sustainable, but, or to sustain your life money, but, I think I've really taught them to care a lot about the people more than that. And that when they do that, then all the success and the business and the numbers and the ranks just kind of come with that. So <laughs> I might have to take it to them. Um, let's do that. That'd be fun. That's Does anyone have something else that you feel like? Um, so this is part of the reason that I got into this. Personal development is key. Like working on yourself, like obviously what you said, confidence and caring about people. Um, but like the whole reason I started working out 10 years ago was because I was just so depressed about not even like how I looked, but just like where I was in life. Um, so yeah, personal development. Like if you don't do that, there's yeah. Thank you. That was number three. (laughs) Number four, um, showing us what's possible. You have literally showed us like to dream bigger than I think any of us probably ever imagined. And when you have someone leading that's setting these huge goals and these huge dreams and you're watching all of these things happen, it really makes you believe that, like, this can be me. And you send those messages to us and remind us when we're down um, that we can do it, too. And I know there was a time in my business where I had a really hard day and you reached out and reminded me, like, hey, it's a hard it's going to be a hard day for you today. I'd missed elite. And I was sitting at home crying and I got a message from her and it just was the reminder that like she cared about me and she believed in me. And even on a day that like I had so much self-doubt, she reminded me that she was there and that we have this community. It's not about just that rank, um, but that there's so much more out there. And the, once you just believe in yourself and keep moving forward, like you have to get through those ups and downs. It's part of it. Uh, you actually said too, believe in what's possible. <laughs> and then, no, this is, that, this is the, and the fifth one, right? Because that would be four. And the fifth one is community. Um, I think that's what is so powerful. And so my challenge to you, and <laughs> for all of you, I think that maybe you can help develop this or you can develop this together. I think when you all go out to, um, you know, tell your story to um, invite people to into your, um, whether it's your team or whether it's your crew. I like crew. Um, I think if you talk about confidence, care, and community, and, and, and just in the most respectful way, because, and I'll tell you why this is the most respectful way. 
if you look at all of across my entire social media, my following is 81% women and 19% men. So I have really been able to, and it's been like that my entire life. Like the women in my life are just, it's just so crazy and incredible. Like my mom, even though I had many issues with her and now we're like in this great place. My grandmother is really where it started. Um, I just have, I don't know if this really strong connection with women and I'm gay, but, um, <laughs> but I'm just being silly, but because I have to be silly sometimes, but in all seriousness, like if you do like a triple C, a triple C training, which is confidence, care and commitment for your confidence, care, commitment, uh, confidence, care community, uh, for your crew, Boss up your freaking life, show up every single day, be consistent, little things every day lead to big results, and I tell myself that every day because of you. Consistency over time, you know? It's consistency over time is results, period. And and it's not, and I think I said this a couple days ago, it's not physical results, people. It's not. It's like, it's life results. It's that feeling. The feeling is so... I mean, of course we want to feel confident. There's no way. We want to feel confident. You know, we want to feel, we want all that stuff, but it's really important that like you just feel it on the inside and you just like, just have that commitment and consistency. Um, Ashley, thank you so much. This was a treat for me. Um, And for everyone here, I think if you really focus on that, what were my three C's again? Care. It was care, confidence, care, community. You know, I was, as you were talking, I was like, oh my gosh, like I, this can really be summed up in a great way. But confidence, care, and community, that is so powerful. It really is because my quest is to build a community of people really just that can really have confidence, care, and, you know, really commit to themselves. So uh, thank you all so much for inviting me here today. Thank you. I know I was a surprise to you, but. I, whether you whether you love or hate me, <laughs> uh, you welcome me with open arms, and, and I appreciate it. And Ashley, usually on at the end of my podcast, I give the closing remarks, but I would love for you to motivate the people. So, in closing, and now I'm gonna cry. To them or to everybody? Well, um, I guess if I was speaking to somebody that's kind of just in a place of not knowing where they're going in life and because that's kind of how I was um, I would just say to you know look in the mirror and just look at yourself and speak (laughs) positivity and affirmations to yourself speak belief into yourself like oh my gosh if I could have learned all this like five years ago or I mean I really did start but if I could have known all this so much earlier in life, I feel like it would have just changed everything. So I feel like I just want for everyone to find that belief in themselves and realize that you're capable of so much more than you think you are, even like where you are right now. Five years from now, like I want you guys really to dream big. Like I always think of Dylan because she's like my biggest dream big coach I know. <laughs> and <laughs> she speaks so much just like, Yep, that's what I'm doing and I'm going to do it and I know I can do it. And that is what I want for so many women. That's like, you know, consistency. That's why I show up every single day because I 
know that there is somebody sitting at their computer or at their looking at their phone, scrolling and just wishing that they could do something different, wishing that they felt a different way, wishing that they could be somebody else. And so I every day continue to show up just because I want to I want to talk to that girl. I want her to feel that, that she can do anything. Give it up for Ashley, everyone. Well, I'm so proud of you. I really am. And last but not least, how can listeners find you? Dang. You can follow me at Ashley Smith Fitness on Instagram. Give it up for Ashley. Thank you so much. And always trust and believe in who you are. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.